It's Monday, July 5th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears. Captain? General Petraeus, come in, sir. Thank uh, you. Did you have any trouble finding your way around Walter Reed? No, no, no. I know this hospital. Half the men I commanded are right here. Uh, oh, excuse me, sir. Sergeant, I thought I made it clear I can't be disturbed. Who? Yeah, I've seen the bald bastard on TV. What? No. No, tell him he can't have a piece of him. That was Dr. Phil. He wants to come over and join us. Huh. Who does he think I am, Britney Spears? Well, you're just about as famous now, General. Well. CNN is running your feigning spell alongside Marie Osmond's similar episode on Dancing with the Stars. I didn't faint. I was uh, taking what we call in Iraq a 10-click nap. Keeps you rested, on your toes. But nevertheless, sir, the Pentagon has requested that uh, after your uh, medical incident on yeah. Capitol Hill that you get a complete physical. Oh, uh, yeah. Just put this thermometer in your ear. Uh, it won't be necessary, Captain. I have a Vitestats implant. Uh, see, right here, you just touch the screen right there. Blood pressure, 120 over 64. Tip, 98.8. Estimated lifespan. Mm, look at that. So, uh, good. We can mm. move right on to the psychological evaluation. Yeah, now, sure, sure, when yeah. you appeared to faint in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee, was uh -huh. that in any way connected with the fact that you were being questioned by Senator John McCain? Uh, hell no. I can have that Navy brat for dinner. Well, perhaps it was the line of questioning then, <laughs> sir. I mean, you were being grilled about the timetable for U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Captain. When that shitstorm comes, I'm standing behind the president. Well, yes, sir. Right no. behind him. Well, let's just take a Completely look at this stop-action be video what? of the Senate proceedings, okay? Okay. Let's just take a look. Here. See? Watch, sir. As they begin uh -huh. to talk about the record number of American deaths, your shoulders start to slump. Well, it's big numbers. Yeah. Here, when they bring up the brutality of the Taliban and the warlords, your head starts to droop. Now I've been awake for them. Now, notice how the blood seems to drain out of your face when they call the war unwinnable. Uh, I, uh, General! Uh, General! Wake up! Uh, nurse! Nurse! Get me 40 cc's of fratricide stat! Can't face it. Whoa, just had a big holiday, and here we are up on Radio Free Oz on RadioFreeOz.com. I'm your host, Peter Bergman, our co-host, David Oz. Kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Oh, the dogs were not happy this weekend. No, and in mm -hmm. fact, uh, my girlfriend had to sedate her dog. Because oh, living here on this small island, I've never heard so much. Well, I remember once. Down in L.A., many, many years ago, I went on uh, Venice Beach, and it was like being in Vietnam. There was explosions and sparklers and smoke. It was really creepy. Oh, that happened to me once in San Francisco. It was creepy like that. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, don't go to the beach on the 4th of July, except where else can you see the fireworks? We have fireworks all over this island. It goes on for days. Days. <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not such a great fan of the 4th of July. It's yeah. okay, but I like today, the 5th of July. The 5th. Independence from America Day. Ah, Independence from America Good Day. day. And, okay. and we, that's some of the spirit we're going to hit today. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to do like the American pageant uh, live that the Firesign Theater's done, a little history, mm -hmm. right? You've got some patriotic gore coming Ooh. up. It's well, bloody good. And generally, of course, everything we do is as of the now, and that's where America is, so. So uh, let's get at it. I have said before that the GOP is disintegrating in front of our very eyes, and I am concerned that we are going to be looking at decades of one-party democracy. And 
they're doing it. Here they go. They're just, you know, putting the old IED up the old butt for the third time. The Senate Republicans have blocked legislation to extend unemployment benefits through November and renew dozens of individual and business tax breaks. Let me just say right off the bat, they think... And and probably rightfully so, that the poor don't vote. So who cares? What they forget is that the recently unemployed do vote. And they vote with a passion. And they tell their friends. You insult the Hispanics. They're Democrats forever. They should go back and take a look at the demographics of the New Deal. You screw the poor. You screw the lower middle class. They vote Democrats for the rest of their life. So the vote was 57 to 41, with 60 votes needed to end debate and advance the bill. All 40 Republicans, the NOP and one Democrat, Blue Dog Ben Nelson, that son of a blue dog, objected because the bill would have added $33 billion to the deficit. We just can't keep kicking the can down the street and say, oh, well, take care of it later. Uh, it'll be offset later, said Senator George Voinovich, a centrist Republican from Ohio who is retiring. That's all we've been doing these last couple of years, and I'm fed up with it. Well, you know, I'm fed up with you. Little chance, Georgie boy, that you'll be unemployed when you go back to the Buckeye State. You you won't have to stand in line for a chit. You can cash in all those chits you've collected representing the rich and powerful for two useless decades. Senator Byron Dorgan, uh, the Democrat from North Dakota, sees it differently. Now they're going to make their last stand on deficits by trying to take money away from the unemployed in terms of extending benefits. That's sort of a bizarre priority as far as I'm concerned. $33 billion that haven't been offset? Well, now, let's just take, what is that, 15 days of the defense budget? What is it, the kind of loophole you could squeeze out of Wall Street or all of those privileged corporations? Yeah, I'm talking like a populist. I'm talking like a new new dealer. Yeah, soak the rich. Yeah, speculative um, instruments, derivatives, credit swaps, all that. 95% tax on profits. It's absolutely non-productive. Yes, serious redistribution of income. Use it to support the unemployed and get them back to work. This is pump priming the economy. This is Keynesian economics. It's worked before and it's going to work again. The House reauthorized the benefits as part of a broader domestic aid package before the benefits lapsed at the beginning of June. But uh, Senate Democrats have been unable to overcome a Republican filibuster since then. By the way, recently, the Democrats tried to bring it forward in the House and didn't get the two-thirds they needed because they brought it under some sort of special rule. So they're going to go back, and maybe uh, by the time you hear this, so I'm a little ahead of the time, they will have indeed and will pass the extension in the House. And then it's a matter of getting it to the Republicans and the and and the Democrats in the Senate who must not leave for their Fourth of July vacation without extending it. It would be a sin if they didn't. Okay, because without the federally funded benefits, people unemployed through no fault of their own are eligible for only 26 weeks of state-funded benefits, even though the average duration of unemployment is currently 34 weeks, and 46% of the unemployed are now designated as structurally unemployed. There's no work. So, As of last week, 1.2 million long-term unemployed, read structural, have missed checks that they would have received had they been laid off closer to the beginning of the recession. 
Since 1959, Congress has never let extended unemployment benefits expire when the national unemployment rate is above 7.2%. It's 9 plus officially, closer to 18 if you take all the people who don't report in and have given up looking for a job. So I tell you, GOP, if you want to save your butt, you better get off of them and vote for this thing. I know you won't. I know you're going away. Bye bye. Okay, Pete, here's an item that came up uh, in The Onion, The Onion, which we've, uh, I've gotten it for free ever since we were interviewed in it. They're, they're really nice, those Onion folks. And they're, they're funny. And they're it's funny. funny. Yeah, it is. It really makes me laugh. This is not a funny item, though. This item fits, fits the purpose. Oh, you're looking for truth, show. maggot page. <laughs> That's right. This is uh, from Savage Love, the very bottom of the, the sex columnist on the last page of The Onion. This. Congrats. Two years ago, an openly gay student at Hudson High School in upstate New York ran for prom queen. He won, but school officials denied him the crown. This year, two openly gay students, best friends, both boys at Hudson High, ran for prom king and queen and won in a landslide. School officials didn't stand in their way this time, and uh, Charlie Feruzzi and Jimmy Howard got their crowns. Congrats to 2008's rightful prom queen, Augie Abatacola. Congrats to this year's prom queen and king. Congrats to the school officials who learned their lesson. And congrats to all the students at Hudson High. Yeah, who created the landslide. Now, what this does to me is that I truly am old school because I go back to my prom at Shaker Heights High School. You know, when we had a prom queen and a prom king that we voted for. And I'm trying to say, what if two guys who were lovers ran for prom queen? Even prom? If, it's out, out of the I mean, it's completely, it might as well be Mars. Even if they were two guys who were Dadaists, it wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't it, have it, happened. Completely out of the question. Things have changed so remarkably and we haven't kept up. What I like is the by a landslide because everybody at the school must have been so delighted to have this opportunity to just, you know, just kick a little sand in the face of the of the school administration. That's that's when things really pay off. 